Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Roger Pipe of RogerViews.com, and you are now tuned in to Episode 7 of our 2022 Avian Awards podcast series. First six are up on my site and anywhere you get your podcast. I do love your feedback. Drop me an email, Rog at RogerViews.com, or on Twitter, RogerTPipe. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, answer your questions, talk about whatever topics you would like. What we are doing here is following along all of the categories for the 2022 AVN Awards, which are coming up on January the 22nd. This will be the final regular episode of the podcast. The next two will focus on just a few of the big categories. So this one will have uh, the last 10 or so as we round everything out. If you're following along over on avianawards.com, click on the nominees button. Go down, to an alphabetical order, best virtual reality sex scene. Again, these are kind of fun. Uh, kind of took over for the best POV sex scene because that's really what the VR scenes tend to be. It's what they tend to be. Also, we're seeing a lot of parodies in the VR uh, realm. I think it, it lends itself well to the costumes. Uh, you've got it here, uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian, uh, a X parody with Alexis Tay. Um, some good scenes. These are... I like them. I don't see a whole lot of difference. Um, mostly because it takes a lot to make these. So they're all pretty pretty special. Uh, ones that I did like. I, I liked the Dorm Room 5 from Naughty America. Anna Claire Clouds, Judy Jolie, Sarah Ryder, and David Lee. Um, Sex Like Real with Venus Guy. Um, was really, really good. And another group scene. It was Venus Guy, Alexia Andrews, Alana Bloom, Lulu Chu, Luna Mills, and John Strong as one very, very lucky guy. The The Mandalorian thing was fun. Uh, obviously, if you like that. There's also The Sixth Sense, uh, with three X's in the middle and six. Blake Blossom was very good in that one. Uh, Wanks VR, DeBoink VR. A, a lot of these companies are really good at this. But if you look... At the category, you've got Sex Like Real, has the Asian Delight that we just talked about. Uh, also, Grand Obsession, Alina Lopez, uh, Elena Koshka, and John Strong. And then Wicked Wedding, Anna Fox, September Rain, Day and Night, Somber Isabel, and John Strong. So the Sex Like Real um, brand certainly works for best virtual reality. A clever title of the year, always a lot of fun, even if just to read the nominees. Are You a Tinker or a Sprinkler? from Braddy Sis Nubiles. Everybody was Kung Fu Fucking, POVR Originals, uh, The Handjob's Tale, a Nerds of Porn parody from Nerds of Porn, Insane Clown Pussy from POVR Originals, Invading Uranus from Evil Angel, It's a Trans Sandwich and I'm the Meat from Devils, Legends of Sasquatch, Desperate Pleasures, Sorry Man, Your Girl's a Size Queen from Concoction, there's something about facials from Brazzers and toys in the asshole from Severe Sex. I, I guess you you go with the the parody play. The Handjobs Tale is kind of funny. Toys in the asshole is very very funny. The trans sandwich is funny. I I gotta say if if we're looking for clever man, the Legends of Sasquatch just made me laugh hysterically. Uh, maybe I gotta go with that one. Director of the Year. Joanna Angel, Mick Blue, Kay Brandt, Casey Calvert, Johnny Darko, Julia Grande, Ricky Greenwood, Caden Cross, Pat Mine, Mike Quasar, Ruckus Freddy, B. Scow, Lauren Skye, Jackie St. James, and Billy Visual. Now, this is a body of work. Um, Casey Calvert was really, really good this year, obviously, with Primary. I've, 
I'm always a sucker for my Quasar. He shoots really good stuff, and he's he's a good guy, and he's funny as hell. Pat Mine has really been shooting great stuff the last couple of years. Uh, Johnny Darko, you guys already know, one of my favorite directors. His stuff just always so good. Uh, Julia Grande, uh, Lorenz Sky, really tough to beat. But honestly, I, I I don't know that anybody beats Caden Cross again. It just it's it's such a difficult thing. Right now, her stuff stands out. It's excellent. It's I, I think it's Caden Cross's award to win. If I'm going to bet on somebody else, I like seeing Rocco's name here. I really do. Nice to see him getting recognized still, again. For everything he does, he's, he's really, really good. Mick Blue's done some good stuff. Joanna Angel is getting really creative. She's always been really creative, but recently I'm, I'm really starting to in, enjoy seeing her kind of break out a little bit. Uh, again, I just I, I wouldn't bet against Kate Cross. I don't know that, that you can bet against her. Uh, if you're following along, we're going to jump over Female Performer of the Year. We'll do that in our last episode. International Female Performer of the Year. Ginebra Bellucci, Little Caprice, Anna DeVille, Cassie De Isla, Cleo Galtier, Angelica Grays, Tina Kay, Cherry Kiss, Gia Lisa, Baby Nichols, Cassia Nord, Lia Silver, Sybil, Rebecca Volpetti, and Zawadi. If you've listened to the podcast the last couple of years, you know I think Little Caprice is absolutely gorgeous and a really dynamic performer. One of the top in this list, Gia Lisa, also needs to be at the top of your list. If you have not seen her, you should. Uh, Clea Galtier does a lot of really high-end stuff, and I like her as well. Uh, Zawadi, also a big fan favorite, and so is Rebecca Volpetti. I would put money on Zawadi or Gia Lisa. Uh, Either one would be good. I really like Gia and Little Caprice at the top of my ballot. International Male Performer of the Year, Alberto Blanco, Sam Bourne, Tommy Cabrillo, Christoph Kale, Christian Clay, Raul Costa, Charlie Dean, Dorian Del Isla, Eric Everhard, Maximo Garcia, Angelo Godshack, Freddie Gong, Vince Carter, Joss Lecasse, and Steve Q. Now that ever Eric Everhard's back in the mix, he's tough to vote against. He's really, really good always. Uh, so is Christian Clay, Alberto Blanco... There's some good guys here. Um, I just think with Eric back in the mix, he's he was one of the best when he was here. He's one of the best there. And that's my that, that's my pick. Uh, Lesbian Performer of the Year. Also, we're going to hold off on that one, do a special. Uh, uh, so Mainstream Venture of the Year, Age of Regret, uh, album by Small Hands, Alicia Daddy Remix, music single from Domino Presley, Autumn Turns 21 Times Square Billboard for Autumn Falls, Bella Thorne Shake It Music Video, A Bella Danger, Black Monday's episode, Season 3 Episode 7, TV for De- uh, Delilah Day, Jessica Ryan, Bonding Season 2 Cameo Appearance for Jet Setting Jasmine and King Noir, Club 42 Choose Your Own Erotic Fantasy Novel from Joanna Angel, IndieX Film Festival Competition and Wins for Mirror Game, Shh.com and Angie Roundtree, Postal 4 No Regrets video game, Carter Cruz, and Texas Patty Las Vegas Billboard, Texas Patty. This category sometimes has really big projects, and I'm not going to belittle any of these things. These are all great great accomplishments, but Small Hands put out an album. That's pretty awesome. Uh, some of the others were in music videos, which is always great. Joanna Angel wrote a choose-your-own erotic novel. Uh, that, that's impressive to me. The mainstream TV shows are nice. 
uh, Carter being in a video game. But I, I would go with Small Hands or Joanne Angel for the, the creativity level. All of these are nice, but honestly, those two things are impressive to me. You make an entire album, you write a book, that's fantastic. So congratulations to both of them. Uh, Male Performer of the Year is another one we're going to do in the next episode. Uh, so we'll skip down to the Mark Stone Award for Outstanding Comedy. Mark Stone, of course, a longtime great writer, uh, very funny gentleman. So now the Comedy Award is named after him. I think that's fantastic. I wonder if someday they'll name an award after Raj. Uh, what would it be? The Most Fawning Praise of Angela White Award? There you go. Take a drink. Mentioned her name again. Mark Stone, Outstanding Comedy Award. Clearly, I am not up for any of these awards. Uh, Backseat Driving School, Burning Angel, Black Widow Triple X, and Axel Braun Parody. Cuck My Life and Fuck My Wife 3. Honey Takes Her Cheerleading Seriously, Cherry Pimps. Influence, Emily Willis, Ink Motel 3, Alterotic. Love, Sex, and Lawyers, Adam and Eve. Murder Mystery, Four Play Films. That Mom is Stacked. NSFW. And Whitney Needs a Package Delivery from Cherry Pimps. Couple of contenders here. Black Widow is very funny. It is it is what Axel does now. We've seen it before, but it's still very funny. Love, Sex, and Lawyers was a really good script, a funny feature, and influenced Emily Willis. The, the comedy in that could get overlooked a little bit by the high gloss and the great sex. I mean, that's the best movie on this list overall is Influence. I've said that. Uh, with Black Widow, I think, being second. As far as a comedy goes, though, you can go either way. And honestly, Love, Sex, and Lawyers it might be a better script. I guess this isn't just for script. It's for outstanding comedy. So what was funnier? Mm, that's a good one. Any of those three would be really good. And the other ones are also not bad at all. MILF Performer of the Year is going to show up in another episode. Most Outrageous Sex Scene. Anal Slime Bath. Some of these names are just... The titles of the scenes are hysterical. Uh, Emma Hicks, Adrian Ray, Young Anal Three-Way from YA, Young Anal from Evil Angel. Uh, Demon Pussy Exercise by Hot Trans Nun in Fem... Nuns in Fem Top 2. Five Lesbians Wild Ass Anal Orgy from Gamma Evil Angel. Ink Motel 3, Scene 3. Lana Annalise with Daddy Issues Gets Gang Banged. Lena Moon and Francesca Palma, Busted T-Girls, Porn Box. Q for Cousin, Perverse Family. There you go. Predator Dick Hunter, Horror Porn. And Sun Fun in Mum's Bun 2, Scene 2, Concoction. It just depends on what you consider outrageous. Do you like anal slime? Do you like dick hunters? Do you like pulling a train on your cousin? <laughs> There's just... These... When it, it comes time to do this category, it it's hard for me to do all of them in one day because sometimes it's just too much. And it makes me wonder, are we watching this just... For the spectacle, or because it's hot, sometimes it's both. I guess you guys can take your pick there. I <laughs> there's just some weird stuff. Honestly, though, the the trans nuns scene, I guess, is probably the most outrageous because you've got demons and nuns and trans porn and just all kinds of craziness. Uh, niche performer of the year: Kai Bailey, Jimmy Broadway, Sally D'Angelo, Daisy Ducati, Lucy Hart, Johnny Hill, Leilani Lay. Leah Lovely, Jessica Lust, Beth McKenna, Draven Navarro, Pierce Parrish, Ruckus, Tony Sting, and Christian Triple X. Uh, 
if you've listened in the past, same take on this I have every year. It's such a diverse list that it kind of makes it tough. It makes it tough to decide who belongs here. In the past, we've seen some BBW performers here. We see a lot of BDSM performers. We see some bottom performers. That's probably the wrong phrase. We see some pegging bottoms. We see some trans tops. It just kind of depends on what it is you're looking for in a... In a we also see a Leilani Lay is a very mature performer. So you've got that going on. I think it's tough sometimes. And again, I think the critics then will be drawn to the genres that they like. I like what Jimmy Broadway does. He's funny. He, they make really good movies. It's severe. He's a good guy. It's tough not to vote for someone like that when they do good work. And he does what he does really well in the industry. So there's that. And I feel the same way about Christian Triple X for the same reason. He does what he does, and he does it really well and should be rewarded for that. Last one for today, before uh, the last two episodes. Uh, Trans Performer of the Year, Melanie Brooks, Erica Cherry, Cora Del Rio, Aubrey Kate, Casey Kisses, Nicole Knight, Liana Lawson, Natalie Natalie Mars, Ivory Mayhem, Lena Moon, Roxy Moth, Angelina Please, Emma Rose, Daisy Taylor, and Crystal Thayer. I think Casey Kisses is going to win. I think Aubrey Kate might win with Natalie Mars as a might win. I think Daisy Taylor should win. How's that? I, I, I think it's going to be Casey Kisses this year. I, I do think it should be Daisy Taylor. So there you go. Again, it's not my... I don't have any expertise in this genre. I, I watch... Again, I watch it at awards time. Would especially like feedback if you are a big Trans Performer of the Year fan. Who's your favorite and why? What are you looking for in a Trans Performer that that'd be a good topic. What is it you're looking for in a trans performer? The ability to top, the beauty, the size of the equipment. What are you looking for? That's it. So the last two podcasts, by the way, there will be five categories in episode eight. Best new starlet, best star showcase, lesbian performer of the year, milf performer of the year, and male performer of the year. And then the final one of the year will be the female performer of the year. They will get their own podcast. I thank you for listening. Again, you guys know where to find the feedback. Let me know what you're thinking. Good, bad, otherwise, do you like the shorter format, the less reading? Are we are we getting it right? Am I, am I still getting it right after all these years? Am I wrong? Where am I wrong? Love to hear from you. If I mentioned you and you got something to say, you know where to find me. I'm happy to take feedback, good, bad, and otherwise. That is it. I am Roger Pipe from rogerviews.com, and please, whatever you do, do it with passion.